Hello, everyone. This is Will. Whoa, boy. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. Well, you know what? I'm not scared to say it. Rudy Ray Moore is an absolute legend. Is the man. He is the absolute man. <laughs> wow. This is this is incredible. Like this, this movie, movie's fucking nuts. It's great. Holy it's fucking insane. Holy shit. Like, if you like watch Dolomite and you're just like, wow, this is like kinda dumb and like everything and then you're thinking like, hmm, what if we took Dolomite and added a bunch of like people hopped up on PCP and like made it like a a, a disco dr- movie. A, a disco drug awareness movie. Well Well they did. You know what you'd get? Disco Godfather. They made it. Um I would almost argue this is better than Dolomite because it's crazier and takes way more risks than Dolomite did. I do think I I it's it's definitely more entertaining than Dolomite. It it has less like obvious goofs than Dolomite too. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. Dolomite was directed by Rudy Moore, wasn't it? No. Or is it directed um, by someone else? Someone else. Okay, because this wasn't directed by Rudy no. Moore either. But he hasn't. He, did... he. I don't think he directed any of his movies. I think he has a producer credit. Yeah. But, but yeah, they're all directed by different people. Because Dolomite had like a lot of like, there's a lot of boom mics, lots of like obvious kind of like. Well, you could tell errors. it was a bunch of amateurs yeah. making a movie. This is like a little bit more produced, and it looks it looks good. Like they knew yeah. how to set up the shots. You didn't see any of the boom mics. No. Like, nothing was there. And the special effects, I'm pretty impressed. I, I, I have to admit, like, the special effects, like, the fight scenes aren't the greatest, of course, because you're watching a Rudy Ray Moore film. And um, but <clears throat> it's just uh, it's just a chubby dude fighting, and it's great. Well, yeah, and, like, they do the, they do the thing again where it's, like, the fight scenes are, like, where they, like, almost had the people fighting. You know how they sometimes have people fighting slow-mo and then speed up the shot? But they forgot to speed up the shot. So it's just people, it's just Rudy Ray Moore punching in slow motion, and then they forgot to speed up the shot to make it look cool. I'm pretty sure that's just how Rudy Ray Moore punches. It is, it is. But, like, I love I love in these movies, in Rudy Ray Moore movies, it, just, it almost adds to the, the whole, like, campiness of it. Of what you're watching. Because you can totally tell none of the punches are connecting. No, that's like, the funniest part. Like, they're very clearly not, and that's the, honestly, like, I would hate it in any other movie, but if when you're watching these kind of movies, you're just like, you know what? It adds to it. It like it adds to the whole like just like just hilarity <laughs> of the whole fucking thing. It's it's great. But on the other hand, legitimately, some of the stuff in this movie is really good. There's some really good stuff here. There's some crazy shit. There's here. some crazy shit, and honestly, this is pretty dark. I was not expecting them to go as dark as they did in some points, and. Like, my God, like, some of the imagery is actually, I, I never, listen, I never thought I'd say this, okay? In a Rudy Ray Moore movie. In a Rudy Ray Moore movie about uh, people hopped up on PCP and him taking down drug drug lords. I never thought I'd say this, ever, but some of the imagery actually creeped me out. It's creepy. Some of it was pretty creepy. And I, not, like, the creepiest thing you've ever seen, but, like, it was, it, some of it was really well done. Especially since they didn't have to go that ham. No, they really didn't. But they did. My God, they did. They were like, PCP is bad, and we're going to show people how bad it is. We're going to show you 
All Before of it. RoboCop, there was the Disco Godfather, okay? <laughs> Taking down drug drug lords. <laughs> Only one drug lord in this one, though. Only um, one. But I don't know, like, I this is legitimately, like, a, a, de- a really decent movie. This is great. I mean, listen. As far as, like, just, like, it's hilarious. It's not as bad as you think, but it's still bad enough that you can kind of, like, laugh at some of the more, like, oh, there's... quote-unquote serious scenes because they're not that serious. But then it, like, it does get kind of, like, dark at times. So you're just, like, you stop laughing and you're just like, holy shit, they actually went there. Like, yeah. damn, okay. All right. Like, like, calm wow. da- like, calm down, movie. Like, holy shit, we're watching, like, a, like a 70s exploitation. You don't need to hit me with that, like, that fucking spooky shit. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, like really good shit here. So we'll uh, this we'll is break, good shit. We'll break it down for you, but it's fucking great. This is great. If you like Rudy Ray Moore, if you like Dolomite, you owe it to yourself to go watch this fucking movie. You should. I'm know. telling you right now, while like before we get into it, if you don't want if you spoilers, like these things, if you want, like these things and don't want spoilers, because like honestly, you need to see this with fresh eyes. Like, don't let us explain it to you. Go fucking watch Disco experience Godfather. Experience this shit. Go experience it before you listen to this review. Yep. If you're into Rudy Ray Moore and you liked Dolomite, you owe it to yourself to fucking watch this movie. Go to Prime <laughs> now, type in Disco Godfather and have a blast and then come back and listen to the rest of this review. Okay? It's only an hour and a half. It's only an hour and a half and you can come back, listen to this review because it'll be here forever. Forever, yeah. Um, But we will get it. Now we'll get into it. So... <laughs> So that's your warning. If you like this kind of shit, you need to watch this. You need to watch it before you listen to this review. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Disco Godfather. Let's get into it. So credits, obviously just a normal credit scene. It's like a disco ball. Sets you a disco. Because it's all disco shit, which is, you know, thematic. Uh, So then we get the actual disco. It's called, what, the Blueberry Hill? Blueberry Hill. Blueberry Hill Disco. And we get like a a 10 minute long scene of a disco so and all like, these people dancing. And then eventually our man, Rudy Ray Moore, starts dancing his too. His name is, they only call him by Tucker in this. But everyone just refers to him as, as, as the disco godfather. And then after he dances a little, he goes up and DJs and he does his usual shtick where he says like, like he everything he says like has to rhyme mm-hmm. and all this stuff and it's great and then there's these like people at the disco who are just kind of sitting down not dancing and there's like one guy who's just like i don't know i just don't feel like dancing and then his girlfriend like convinces him to go dancing and then they go dance and eventually they leave and like he's a so they're doing drugs in the in the car and his friend is like his friend is doing drugs in a car this is the dude that didn't want to dance at first. Yeah. And his girlfriend like runs after him and is like they have like a long awkward awkwardly long kiss where Very the guy long. literally thinks the scene is ending cuz he opens his eyes but then closes them again when he realizes the scene isn't ending. They're still supposed to be making out. So then he's going to go to the car and she's like, "No, don't like, you know, don't smoke." What you. would your uncle say? Yeah, like, "Why are you doing this to yourself?" Like, of course, in the first like 20 minutes we have to push this like drugs are bad kids okay like drugs are really bad message especially pcp there's lots of messages in this movie and they're like yeah like what would your uncle say and because 
we he's know. Like, well, I don't care. I can handle it. Cause this, so this kid is the cousin to the disco godfather, and he's trying to be like a basketball star. Like a pro basketball like a, player. Yeah. So he has like, he has the, like, what do they call it? I can't remember what they call it when like they're going to like judge the skills of the like a players. free agent. Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically he wants to like impress people with his basketball skills to get to become a pro basketball player. So he's going to go do drugs and he says like, no, I can handle it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm an adult. Like... All this stuff happens. And then we get a scene of her running into the disco and and screaming for just her godfather like bucky's like in trouble he's like what okay uh take over here and then like so he runs out she mentions like you know he did this and that and and he's just like and he says a very iconic line if you've seen the film black dynamite because rudy ray moore literally says where is bucky and what has he had yes that's like one of the first things he says where is bucky and what has he had She's like, angel dust. Uh, and they run out. And then eventually Bucky comes back in the club and is tripping out. He's tripping balls. But like he's, we, he's pretending to like play invisible fucking basketball. We get like our first like bad PCP trip because this is like the pushers of this PCP are like making it with these like really harsh chemicals and they don't care what's going into it, but they're just making shit tons of money off of mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's like giving all these people like horrific hallucinations, insane hallucinations. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts seeing this. It's, it's a common theme in this. You start seeing the angel, well, not angel of death, but I think it is. I'm pretty sure that's what like, she's, it's like a demon. Uh, she's but, listed as that in the, um, like credits. the angel of death. Yeah. Like, cause it's angel dust. Yeah. You know, it's like the angel of death, but it's actually kind of creepy. Cause it's like this person that's like kind of loosely like clothed. And like has like a really pale face and like with like fangs. this like crazy like makeup and it has like this really like far out wig that's all like fucking feathered out and like looks all like disjointed and shit like that. It's actually pretty like pretty well done, I will admit, for like this kind of movie. Yeah, you know, like an unknown like yeah movie that no one watched. Cult classic, I guess yeah. you would call it. But um, he starts also seeing um he starts seeing like other basketball players like he's in the basketball tournament and they, he like he's like shoving them out of the way but they start like having like red eyes and shit. Another thing is um all the scenes where they're like in the trip it's like all like it's like almost completely pitch black and you just have like except for like a harsh light on just the coming person on the person that's in the frame. So it's it's very it's very stylistic. It's very surrealistic, yeah. and it, like, you can totally, like, I like it because you can... There's totally, a lot of style to it. You can, it, There's style to it, and you can obviously tell this is, like, a, like a trip. Like, this is, like, what they're experiencing. It's not the real world. Yeah, without explaining it, they just show it, like, this is, like, literally what they're seeing mm-hmm. in their mind. So he's, like, he's battling against all these basketball, demonic basketball players. They all have, like, red eyes, and they're all running at him. But it's all, like, the people at the disco trying to help him. And eventually, um, they get the cops for him. Yes. And they, like, some, an ambulance shows up, takes him in, and there's, like, a doctor who's, like, he runs a PCP clinic. Yes. That's helping, uh... (laughs) People. That's helping people, like, come down off of the PCP trip and, like, helping people, like, kind of rehabilitate themselves. 
And it's like the next day. So Rudy Ray Moore is going to the clinic because he wants to like see what this what the deal is with this new drug. Yes. And they go into this like <laughs> in this fucking room that just has like all these people going batshit insane. Just wigging the fuck out. Like they're all screaming. One's on like the floor in the fetal position. The, and he says that like he's pretending to be a caterpillar. And then one's like gripping a baby doll and like like jerking it. And, like... and he like asks, so what's the deal with this one? And the doctor like tells her, well, on like one night for dinner at when she was high, she like cooked her own baby and served it to the family. And it shows this in like that same like surrealistic like it's setup. It's so weird because you see the family sitting. And it's all that like harsh like light. Where it's all on the black family. everywhere except for the table. And then the it table. shows her just opening like a platter, and you like you know that the whole family saw like a cooked baby. On and they all freak platter. out and. She starts laughing, and he basically says that, like, she told them that, like, the ham wouldn't stop crying, so she had to stick it in the oven, and it's like a one-minute snippet, and I'm just like... <laughs> that implication is fucking horrifying. Like, that was a dark thing That to is... I did not expect that. Throw in there. I did not expect them to throw that in there, but they did. Then they're just like, yeah, like, because, you know, PCP's bad, you know? Yeah, drug's bad. This is what happens. And... Then we get, like, more hallucinations from Bucky, where he's still playing basketball, but he's, like, dribbling the ball, and all the basketball players, like, pull guns on him and just start shooting him. And then, we, yeah, and then, like, it's, like, animated squibs, and then the angel of death comes on and, with like... A knife, with, like, a giant, like, machete. Yeah, and starts swinging it around and, like, chops his arm off. And we see, like, a, his arm stub falling down, and... And then in real life, he freaks out because he thinks his arm is gone, but it's not. And they're, like, trying to help him. And, like, you know. He's still fucking wigging out. Tucker's pissed off. Disco Godfather's pissed off. So he, like. He's not happy. He goes to the police station, and we figure out that he was actually a detective before. (laughs) Yes. Convenient. And I'm talking about how he wants to investigate PCP and his, you know, superior former boss tells him yeah just you just have to do it like by the rules and yeah like he's like you have the support of us but you can't do anything too off, crazy off the book and after he leaves i love it because the cop just like looks to the side and starts like talking to nobody and he's just like you know when he gets when something really sets off disco godfather there's no stopping him yep he just says it like no, to he's... nobody, and I and I love it because you're just like, who's he talking to? And like to us, to, us. to the audience, they just they, that that they wanted to make it super obvious. So he goes back to the disco, and uh, one of the women tells him like, oh, like he's like, I'm gonna go call like the doctor, and the woman's like, well, they're still setting up the phones, and he's like, what do you mean they're setting up the? Phones? I didn't I didn't ask for any like I didn't ask for anyone to set up the. Well, phones. no, they're fixing it. Yeah. They're fixing the phones, and he's like, I didn't tell anybody about, like, and fixing the phones. I think he, like, at that point realizes what's going on. So he goes in there, and he, like, it's yells Im- at them and shoves one of them. It's an immediate fight. There's an action scene. They actually, like, get the upper hand and, like, run away. Well, my favorite part of the action scene is he kicks one of them with, like, a back kick. And then the other guy comes at him, and he punches him once. Disco Godfather punches him once. There's blood all over the And it's like a face. fucking tomato explodes on his face and the guy's like, you're gonna kill me. But one of them knocks him out. They run away and she's just like, what happened? And he's like, they like they know already. He's like, I gotta figure out who's it's, doing this. It's same day. 
Yes. It's like the same fucking day, and someone's already attacking him. Yep. So now we get um, our main big bad, uh, Stinger. His name is Stinger Sting. Ray. Yeah. So he's like a local celebrity, and they're doing an interview because he like he's trying to put that together this basketball team, mm-hmm. and uh, he's saying like how he recruits like players for, that weren't drafted and he like he's getting a team together and he's trying to like support that like but he has this he's trying to put on the air that he's a legitimate businessman to everybody right and that he helps like uh down on their luck al- athletes basically but some guy like comes up to him and is like hey like this is a serious phone call and he's like i won't like i don't care and then he tells him who it is and he leaves and it's someone saying, like, yeah, like, the phone guys, they they couldn't do they it. They fucked like, up. They got into a fight. And it's and we don't see, like, who the person is on the phone talking to him. But, you know, if you need your brain to assume that it's probably one of the cops. Yep. Because who the fuck else would know same day? So then we get him going to the lab. The lab. And which like, I love the lab. It's it's literally just a shit ton of chemicals. I love. They're like they're like dipping cigars in the fucking like like bleach. That's and my shit favorite. Like that. My favorite like, is the fucking guy just taking cigarettes and dipping them into like green liquid. And then like there's a guy with like a giant jug of like it. It just has like one of those like danger chemical signs on well, it i love it because like how else do you show that this is a toxic this is bad this is toxic except for like the main bad guy and his henchmen are coughing continuously throughout the scene like, yeah fake coughing when he's investigating all of his henchmen are like because it's you know lots of bad chemicals it's bad shit what they're putting into their into the kids and they're pushing on the streets now they're killing the youth it's great. It's very heavy-handed, but it, like, all works. Like, it all works actually pretty well. I'm not going to lie. It still keeps your attention, and it's still very entertaining. Well, I here's the thing. I don't, I don't care. There's something about this level of, like, shamelessness and bluntness. I kind of just like it. I that mean, I will, it's, just, it's just awesome. I will always love. I will always appreciate it. So now we get a lot more disco. Like my oh, God! Yes, a lot more disco. Well, I think also, was... we also get um, the doctor is like talking with a family, and um, it's for one of like the patients, and they're saying like, "Well, what what else can you do for him?" He's like, "Oh, I might do like, I think our only option is ECT, electroshock, therapy. electroshock therapy." Yeah, which is like That's a so... very like last resort so like before you do that let us just let us pr- pray for a few more days and they like circle around her they now, start circling now remember this because they they continuously show it throughout the rest of the movie and it makes a big a big it, fucking appearance it, at the end yeah it does it, it's a big impact but every time they're but they're like doing the exorcism and you just get like little flashes of that like angel of death well it's weird you get angel of death and then it's like when they're surrounding her she gets like when she's on the trip you see images of like they'll like kind of like show like some of the family members as like corpses well they're like staring down at her and you get like these snippets and it's like they're all dressed the same with the same hairstyle but their faces are like it's like a decaying skeleton it's actually pretty pretty creepy imagery I'm they keep it on screen for like maybe a second they don't keep it on yeah. long enough for you to realize like that's like just makeup. makeup and shit 
it it's like just enough that it creeps you out. Like, and that's like the best kind of horror where you just, it's just implied, like, you know exactly what it is, but you're not able to focus on it a mm-hmm. lot. So I think that's like, that was really no, well done. I, I liked that. I fucking love it. I liked that a lot. So they basically have an exorcism and then we get a, uh, like a town meeting, um, where they're going to attack the whack. Well, cause, so um, their whole... the scene before this, um, there's a, a journalist who's like talking to, who wants to interview Rudy Ray Moore's character. And he mentions to her, like, I want you to put in your article that like, I want to start like a, a town committee yes. against this thing because it's poisoning our youth. And, and like, gonna, I want to get everybody. They're going to call it attack the whack. And we even get like these, um, like, I, f- I think they're like a religious group that's trying to, they're called the angels against dust. Yeah. And uh, so, um, <laughs> and they and they they basically take like signatures down, and like they get the whole. It's a whole like big community thing that they're trying to like take down this to big, stop. Because drugs is a big problem. Um, <laughs> so now they have like a town meeting where they're saying attack the whack. It's this huge thing, and they're just like saying how they're going to take it down. There's like the doctor that's saying that this problem needs to stop. And, like, there's, like, a support line you can call and all that. To report just, things, yeah. It's basically just, yeah, they're just trying to stop this whole thing. But now we get a scene where Stinger Ray is mad because he's apparently... <laughs> we don't see it a lot, but Tucker is apparently causing a lot of problems because they started this committee. Um, he's, he's causing like, a lot of attention. He's shaking down, like, uh, some, like, local pushers because he's looking for who's selling this shit. And we the um the main bad guy Stingray ends up like calling some hitmen. Well, he also it's weird though because he also at one point calls them off, and I can't remember he because he at one he wants him dead, and then he doesn't want him dead, and then he wants him dead again. He kind of flip flops a lot on that, but uh, I think this is one of the scenes where he's like trying to say not to kill him, right? Because like. Remember, it's important for the hitman at the disco scene, which well, is the he, next scene. So the the main hitman, he does call the men, but I think it's kind of implied that like. But he says like to not kill. Yeah. Um. He says to make sure that they don't kill Tucker because he wants to deal with him himself. Yeah. Like, well, he wants him alive. Yes. Yeah. Because we know what he's we know trying why. to do. Um. D- do to him at the end. Um. So now we get the disco. Uh, another you know, extended disco scene disco godfather's up there shaking his like his belly just, his like, fucking just flabby belly listen the sheer confidence exuding from this man is admirable Rudy is, Ray Moore gives no I fucks i wish i had even an ounce of the energy and fucking <laughs> confidence that rudy ray Moore exudes in this fucking movie and i would i'd be set it's great and like he's up there DJing and then like these two guys show up they start dancing and eventually they take their guns out and we get a fucking weird ass scene with like pauses where they like take their guns out and then like his assistants like karate chop the guns out and I kick them down. I think it's supposed to be like, you know, like it's like freeze frames because like at one point uh Tucker sees one of the like some cops bar. Well, cuz some cops walk in and root and like so Riri Moore's character sees one of their badges and it says uh 143 143 and like it's like stopping and like you know showing them stopping 
And then they shoot the henchmen, the hitmen. When they're down. And then... Yeah. Um, and then they leave. Then they, they just leave. leave. And the scene... And that scene's over. But... Um, but he's driving with with his, like... The lieutenant. Former boss. Yes. His former cop boss. And he's driving. And he just says, like, I keep running it through my head. 143. Why? 143. Like, Why? 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 Why, Why Black, Black Dynamite? Dynamite? <laughs> Why? Um... I'm just saying, if you, if you haven't seen Black Dynamite, I, I don't know what, what you're doing with your life. You should go see it. Maybe watch this and Dolomite first, and you'll get a lot more of the Because trust the me, they... It, it, it adds to the enjoyment of the film if you've watched a lot of black exploitation films. They know. Um, so we get a little scene of the cousin kind of like accepting that he had a problem. Because we get the doctor coming in, and he's like sitting up, and like the cousin's like, well, like it was... You know, I was peer pressured and everything, but it was also my fault, and I know that, like, I shouldn't have done it, and, like, he's coming to grips with his, like, drug problem, and he's like, I just want to get out of here, and I want to, like, live a a normal life, and I want to be, like, a basketball star again, and so he's like, he comes to grips, it's an important message. Message. And then we get a scene where he, where Disco Godfather goes to visit, like, a friend of his. At, like, a school. And he's like, uh... I don't know what you'd even call it. It's like it's like a school for like African studies. Like it, it seems. I mean, it if seems you know, that way. Like if it's you cultural... know, yeah, if you know anything about like sixties, seventies, like politics, there is a lot of like kind of like African studies back to Africa movement going on. Yes, and that's what this guy basically is. Yeah, so he has like he... a billion posters of africa teaching on... kids about like african culture and your and your own like, like, yeah, like the like, your own roots and all that exactly and he just asked him like do you know anything about angel dust but before this he also mentions that like he used to have a like an old dog and it ran away because because tucker i love this scene because tucker tries to call the dog and, uh, and the guy's the, like the, nah the bitch left me the bitch left me he's like i'm sorry to hear that and but it's, it's important it will come and play it later. It will come and play. That There's a reason they said the dog ran away. It's not just like a throwaway line. I also like that when he's like, he's asking him like, well, what's PCP? He's like, is that st- like stuff that kids are smoking that's making them go insane? He's like, oh yeah, I can tell you all about it. And then the scene just ends. Yep. They tell no, him, no fucking time wasted. I can tell you all about it. And then it like literally goes to a scene where they're shaking down just it's like a like, random no, house. It's like a party. Yeah. It just cuts to this party. And then, like, there's, like, some knock on the door, and then a guy busts in and kicks and beats up two guys, and then some guy runs downstairs, and, like, they're trying to, they're about to fight, and then Rudy Amor just walks in and Over. just calms down. Just ends, and then, like, they try and, like, say... It's like, all these, like, fucking, like, criminals. Well, and then we get the one friend of the cousin... Sweet meat. Sweet meat. And he comes out, and he's like, yeah, I did it, blah, blah, blah. And he's all tripping out on PCP. And that's like, a different scene. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, oh, that's right. like... Yeah, that's right. That's when they actually, like, do a bust with the cops. Yes, In this scene, right. it's like all these criminals having a party. Because he talks to one of them, and he's like... Oh, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. I was mixing up scenes. Yes, you're right. It's all like the... It was. It's, it's like, like the pimp council it's from like sweet Black meat, Dynamite. Sweet meat. There's one called, like turtle or something yeah and there's one like i can't remember what the other one's called but it's like wind or something i can't remember what it is it's literally like all these pimps 
Because he's they, telling them, like, if you deal with any of this, like, I'll know. And they're like, I, I, I deal with, like, the world's oldest profession. And, like, I've lost my own bitches to this shit. Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. In this scene, to be fair, none of them do sell. No. They're just flat out like, no, like, I've lost a prostitute to this shit. I don't need this. Well, yeah, they're like, I don't push PCP. This, Like, even, like, it, it's tr- kind of like a message of, like, e- PCP is so bad that even, like, normal fucking, like, pimps and, like, drug dealers don't fuck around with it. I do love how this scene ends, though, because it made me lose my fucking shit. When they're like, like, cool, like, because if you do, I'll find out. And then he tells his assistant to, like, bring him the fucking... They, they have a fucking record of Saturday Night Fever with a fucking mountain of cocaine on it. And he brings it over and Rudy Moore, like, pretends to sneeze. And the cocaine just blows everywhere. And I love it because they leave and all the fucking pimps and all the prostitutes get on the floor and start, start, like, snorting it. it up. I, I lost my goddamn mind. Look at these low lives. I couldn't fucking believe they did that. Um, and now we get a montage. I love it. We get a shakedown montage. They're going around trying to figure out who the hell is selling this PCP. Like, who's pushing it? So we get a bunch of scenes of, like, uh, fucking Tucker's, like, assistant, like, shaking people down. Then Tucker walking and, like, talking to people. And, like, they're, like, punching people. And, like, it's all this, like... See, this is the kind of one that I usually would mind if it was, like, a movie where I wasn't enjoying it. Because they do that thing where it's, like, just music and you can clearly tell they're talking, but you can't hear any of the dialogue. You don't need to, Will. Normally, I would hate that, but it makes sense in the context of this film. That's why montages are great, Will. Because you don't need that shit. You just need to see him smacking people around and walking, walking with, like, a girl... And then seeing some dude, like, making a drug deal on the street. And then fucking walking up to him and slapping him around. Yep. Like, who's doing this? Who's doing this? Like, they do like do that dialogue where he's like, who's who? Who's selling the PCP? And the guy, and he, like, you know, he, the, you know the guy's like, I don't know. And he smacks him. And then, and then they pull up to the school. And he's got and a little dog. He's got a dog with him. And he's like, here, you're going to have a good home now. And he just gives the dog to his a friend. Kid important important um so now we get uh stinger ray's like house party it's like this huge house party where he has all these like i guess politicians and shit like that because he's trying to impress everyone and again some guys like hey like so so and so is here for you when i love it because he goes to like a door like a screen door and just stands there we see the other guy on the other side and like uh stinger ray keeps looking around the party just like Hey, what's up? Like he, like he's while he's like explaining to the he's guy because he's trying to make it look like nonchalant, like they're not having like a serious mm-hmm. meeting about like uh like Tucker like fucking yeah. shit up. And he's like, I want this Tucker problem taken care of. I want you to deal with this. Like I want you to deal with it personally. Like you're getting to be a big sore on my ass. And we get a fucking quick scene where, like, um. Tucker and like all these cops like oh my god the people playing cards they bust into this room with people playing cards because they think that there's going to be like drugs there I love it because the like these cops are busting in and like trying to like shake down all these people but like the four people at the table are just still playing cards while all this is fucking happening well they bust down the door and one of the guys playing cards is just like what do you want in on this game yeah it's just like a guy and a grandma and two women playing cards and they're just like 
they don't find anything. Of course, before this, you kind of figure out that one of the cops is the, like, snitch. So they don't find anything, but Rudy thinks that's really weird. Like, he, yeah. he's like, he's like, why didn't we find anything there? And then, like... Someone told them. I mean, yeah. So he, he, he suspects it's someone on the inside. And then um, we get... Um, and then we get Rudy waking up in his bed. Being, like, annoyed, basically, about yeah, Angel he, Dust. He keeps thinking about Angel Dust and the one, one badge 143. He's like, where do I know that number? Why are they selling to these kids? Like, kind of like that scene. And he wakes up in the, like, his, like, you know... Girl... His girl tries to console him. By fucking him. By fucking him. And like halfway through the sex scene. There's a knock on the door. There's a knock on the door. And he's like, I got to check who it is. I'll be right back. And he opens the door. And it's the fucking dog. Like nailed. Nailed to the fucking door. With with its like intestines falling out. Yeah. It lasts like two seconds. But I was just like. Again, this happens a lot in this movie. Where you go from like laughing. To being like. Oh, what the fuck? Like, holy shit, they actually did that? Fuck. And then we get, like, they go to um, the guy's house, like that teacher, and he's dead. Like, he's just dead in the bed. And then he's talking to his, like, um, higher up, and he just tells him, like, it has to be, like, a cop. Like, so, the inf- like, like there has to be someone who's a cop who knows about this, who's informing. So now is the that drug bust... So they go to a house because he's getting closer and closer to Stinger Ray, and they go to a house and they like um they bust it down and then uh the cousin the guy who made the cousin take PCP is there and he's tripping out and he's tripping balls on PCP and he's just but 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 Rudy Ramore keeps asking him like who like are you working for somebody and he just keeps he mentions Stingray yes and he's like who's Stingray. And then eventually he, like, in the middle of his fucking trip, he blurts out that, like, Stingray basically paid me to, like, to, do all this. Yeah, to do all this. And so now Tucker and then and that, that, But the the lieutenant or whoever is there, and he's like, yeah, like, I know he is. He's, like, a big, big-time businessman. Yes. Supposed, supposedly legitimate. And this is also where... Disco Godfather is like, I keep thinking about that badge 143. It has to be something. There has to be something inside the department. He's like, he's like, I got it. We'll set up a sting. Like, it's basically they're setting up a sting. So they call Gilroy, the detective that's obviously in on it. it. And he tells him, like, hey, um, we're going to do that factory. We're going to do that, like, drug house bust today. And he's like, I thought it was tomorrow. He's like, no, like, it's today. Like, we'll pay you more. And then he calls the same phone, like, where they're from, to basically tell them, like, hey, like, you need to, like, you need to leave right away. Uh, the so, days before caller ID. I know. And he wouldn't have realized it was the same fucking number that called him. It was before. the same number. <laughs> and he's, and they, of course, immediately know that, yeah, he's in on it. Mm-hmm. And he shows up. They fucking know. And he's, like, he looks all defeated, and he's, like, how... Like, what am I going to do now? And, like... But they, my favorite thing is that, like, it, the scene ends it's with... It's a weirdly edited, like, series of events that happens It's here. so quick. Because it's, it's so like... quick. Rudy Ray Moore literally ends the scene by saying, like, how could you do this? And then the scene ends. And it's, like, the wife... Waking up to an alarm. And then she goes to the bathroom, and he's in... And the fucking informant's in the bathroom, dead, blood everywhere. That he killed himself. Yep. So now we get to, like, now 
we get a scene of Stinger Ray knowing that Tucker is after him. Like, yeah. he knows, Tucker knows that he's after him. Shit's going down. Shit is going down. Someone calls him and tells him, like, that the guy committed suicide. And he's yeah. like, well, how, what did he say? What did he tell them? It's like, I don't know what he said. And then he's like, okay, have cow, have Cowboy go down and, like, pick ap- up, apprehend Tucker. So oh my God. We, the the three guys are coming out of Blueberry Hill, and a guy dressed as a cowboy comes up to Rudy and like with says, a gun, and so, and the two other guys get going to the disco. He's like, "Lock it up!" And so like he puts a bar in the door, and they start driving, and the two other guys like uh, Tucker's they, friends they get in a car. They start following him, and like cowboys, like hey, you better like shake him off before I shoot you dead. And like you know, he shakes, he like tells him to go. And then he gets, oh, he takes God. him to like a fucking alleyway or something, and then he parks there and just takes out a whip and starts whipping him. And he says, "This is how I get my nut off." He, I'm actually, not joking. He actually did that. He, I'm not kidding. Like I didn't mishear it. He literally says, "This is how I get my nut so he off." He keeps whipping him, and like eventually Tucker grabs the whip and slams him so hard against the fucking fence that he explodes that blood. Explodes blood on it. And, like, he falls on the ground and, like, uh, he tries to, like, punch uh, Tucker again. But Tucker, like, puts his foot on his and back. I and, I like, breaks his... Breaks his back, I guess? <laughs> or neck? Like, I, he says something, but I can't remember what he said. And then, like, he just, like, he breaks his fucking, like, neck or back or something. Because yeah. you hear a crunch. And then he... It's, like, him calling the main cop being... And the cop's, like, no, we need to wait for a warrant. That'll be tomorrow. And then you get the impression that he just hangs up on him and he's going to go. Yeah. And fucking fuck shit up. Yes. And my favorite part though. Oh my God. Is he goes there, right? And then it shows the factory. Oh my God. I love, I, I love how frantic this fucking scene is. I love it because it's all like handheld and like super close up, but it just follows stingray like running in there and being like they chose like to do that because like it makes it seem more frantic but it's just fucking hilarious infinitely more hilarious because it's just chaos it's just like following him in the factory he just runs in there and there's all these goombas like just like dabbing dabbing cigarettes into green liquid and then he's just like we gotta dump everything destroy everything and then they start like dumping everything into tubs and like throwing shit all over the place and just like throwing these cigarettes and like (laughs) plastic bins and like, like there's, there's like a guy in like a, a cold lab and he's just like leave it leave it, leave it. <laughs> i love how he, then stinger ray goes into his office and like starts with like a little fire and is like he, with his, a trash can and just starts like frantically throwing papers into it i love that as he's throwing papers into, he's like i gotta destroy the evidence i gotta, I gotta destroy, destroy the evidence i gotta destroy everything i gotta do it it's like it's so frantic and hilarious it's fucking <laughs> oh it's gold i love this scene and then rooting ray Mora pulls up to the factory and like some guys like some henchman is like oh you're here and then he leans in and like breaks his face i guess and then they get out and then the fight ensues they start fighting and then like some just random dude is walking by some guys like jogging and and he sees like them fighting he's like what's going on and rudy was like they're it's an angel they're selling pcp (laughs) it's an angel dust factor the guy's like oh and and he he starts starts fighting fighting, like everyone and then the big guy, the phone guy, comes out. Oh, my God. And I love it. There's, like, a little dirt pile, and he just stands on top of it with, like, his hands crossed, and, and he goes you like, know. <laughs> and, and like, you know shit's going. 
down. He comes down like does like does like all the punches from uh, Tucker don't do anything, and then they just like wrestle around, and the fucking random guy is just like quickly beating up like henchmen. They keep fighting, and eventually, and like he, he takes gouges his eyes out, and he's like, "You take care of the guys out here. I'm gonna go in there and like take out Stingray." And the guy's like, "Cool." Yeah, just some random dude. Just, you know, he's a really helpful dude. He happened to know Kung Fu. It's like the Sup Kim of the Dolomite universe. It is the Sup Kim. It's just some guy. It's just, just like... some Sup Kim, you know, like they were uh, deep cut there if you don't know what I'm talking about. But, you know, how Sup Kim was just like, yeah, I'll help you guys. I don't care. <laughs> this guy was like, yeah, whatever. Sup Kim had slightly more setup. Because he, they met him did. at the dojo. He wasn't as random, but I loved because Sup Kim just like, no questions asked just helps them. Sup Kim is the ultimate wingman and he is. this and this guy is the same thing. He's just like he is. He's I a, got he's you. He's a G. He just fucking he's like, yeah, I got it. So anyway, we get this fucking scene where it's like these guys just like waiting by the door and Dolomite busts in and beats the fuck out of them in like 5 seconds. It's the quickest. But then shit. we we see her Stingray saying something about like um like who oh what's the big guy's name i don't fucking remember I, it was like some stupid name he had a meme name yeah it was like some like 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 punisher or something like that some I can't some shit where it's like you know he's the big bad henchman yes. uh, he's like a super strong gigantic henchman that can like crush people and, and eventually like he starts fighting him um just so godfather starts fighting him and the henchman is like he's like an animal he just yeah, like he, goes, rrr, rrr, he just stands there like rrr. like an ape like <gasps> and they fight and it's just like one sided as hell and eventually he's not like doing anything and like he like he grabs Disco Godfather and like kind of breaks his like almost like breaks his back because you hear a bunch of yeah. crunching but then the cousin we get a scene of the cousin who's out of the hospital he gets out of the hospital and he's like where did like where did uh, Disco Godfather go and they're like well we went down to like whatever he got snatched and, like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we gotta go help him. And he's like, I don't know if we should help him. And like, like these are his two friends, I guess. And he's like, no, we gotta go help him. Like, get in the car, we're going. And so the cousin and like one of the workers or whoever, Disco Godfather's henchmen, show up and start kicking ass. And we get like, it cuts back to the fucking exorcism that's for all these days going it's still on. going. Yep. And it's still, like, the same, like, insanity is going on. And then we get a quick... And then, like, in the middle of the exorcism, we see Rudy Ray Moore is, like, tied up and he has with like a gas mask. gas mask on his face. And, like, the big henchman comes in. And is laughing. Because they're, like... They're basically ma- making him take PCP. Yes. They're mainlining it into his fucking system. And so, like, And he's he, like, take this mask off. He kicks the henchman in the balls so hard he falls over and then starts choking him with his legs and he's like take this mask off me take this mask off and then he like so the guy reaches up and takes the mask off and like r- like by sheer force uh rudy Moore is so Disco strong godfather rips the the, the, rope. the rope in half and he gets up and he seems fine at first right and then he goes out and starts tripping his fucking balls off I love also that during this scene, we randomly find out, completely random, that the fucking main bad guy has a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she just shows up and she's like, are you really selling PCP? And he's like, I don't got time for this. I also love out of this scene, she goes out 
where the cousin and that guy are just fighting everyone. And one of the bad and guys. one of the bad guys just punches her in the fucking face. And, and she gets it. knocked off screen and never seen again. It's great. And then also the cops, like two cops with guns show up. And I love that they, they bust in in the first room. There's like a guy knocked the fuck out and the cop just cuffs him. Just yep. to be safe. But now we get Rudy. And he's, tripping. He's tripping balls because he keeps seeing the angel of death like running at him. And then he sees like his woman like coming towards him. And then he starts seeing his mom. His mom. We, and then he sees his like aunt. His aunt. Like, an, uh, like uh, apparently uh, an alcoholic. She and has he, a giant like bottle of whiskey or something. One, he's like, I hate you, aunt. I hate, I hate my aunt. I hate her. I hate her. And, like, and then like mommy, like, mommy. We and... get this like weird thing where like the mom is like walking towards him. And like her like stomach. Like, it's an animated thing, and her stomach, like, opens up, and a cobra comes out yeah. of it, and, like, there's, like, this weird skeleton guy, a demon guy comes out of the corner. There's some crazy shit. There's, like, also, in this whole scene, it keeps intercutting to the exorcism, too. Yes. And we get, like, a guy in, like, a fucking, like, a medieval executioner mask, but it, you just see, like, his mouth, and his mouth is, like, all rotted. Like, there's so much crazy shit that they throw at you. It's just, like, all these hallucinations. It's, like, someone clearly took PCP... To make this movie? To make this movie, and just, like, had a horrific bad trip, and it was like, I got... I know I know how to freak people out. I know what to do. And so, like, Rudy... So, Disco Godfather thinks he's, like, going after his aunt now, and he... he he starts choking Stinger Ray because Stinger Ray comes into the room accidentally because he doesn't think mm-hmm. Disco Godfather's there. He thinks he's dead or like too high on PCP to even walk. And he starts choking him, saying like "You're evil." He's like "You're evil. I hate you. I hate you." And like uh, his cousin walks in and he's like "You're gonna kill him." And he like gets him off. And well, then... also he forgot to mention that while he's choking him, like he does kill him, as far as I can tell. Yeah. But um, the main bad guy's like face. Oh, turns into like a a demon. It starts like they start like doing like the like it's like hand drawn animation almost, and it gets like all his eyes get red and like they have like these like crazy like f- like almost like lines fire on his hair and on shit. his hair and and then he turns into this like demon like cartoon demon for like two seconds. And but they like... get him off and they're like, it's fine, everything's but safe. But Disco Godfather starts choking his cousin a little bit. And he's like, it's me, it's me, I'm, I'm out, and everything. And he's like, he's like, no, no, I, I'm I, fine. Like, there's I'm nothing fine. wrong with me. And then just the movie ends with him just screaming, like, there's, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. Like screaming like a madman, still like whacked out of his mind on PCP, and it ends. Movie end. <laughs> like, damn. End film like holy shit that is a that is some fucking way to end your movie just like your main hero your protagonist high as fuck on pcp the thing he's been trying to take down the entire fucking movie almost chokes his fucking cousin kills the main bad guy that he didn't want to kill and you end it with him just screaming in agony yep wow that was what they did that that is some fucking ending (laughs) that like, I know some of their movies we, like, especially, like, some black exploitation movies, they have some bleak fucking endings, mm-hmm. like Death Force. Like, that was a bleak fucking ending because the man fucking wins. But, like, man, I did not expect this movie 
with how ridiculous it is to have this kind of ending. Well, and it's like it's a Rudy Ray Moore movie. Like, because I thought it would have like a kind of a feel good in it. Like they finally, like I thought they would just freeze frame on him and his like cousin like embracing or something like that. Yeah, like they 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 got the bad guys right. Like it kind of a a feel like almost like a feel good ending in a way. But like, yeah. no, this is not a feel good ending. The fucking hero is a high on PCP and fucking screaming in pain. Yeah, that's how they. Uh, that's after. 20 minutes of absolute insanity like that last 20 minutes where he's tripping balls is like it's really well done like i liked i i i was legitimately surprised at how entertained i was like that entire time and kind of freaked out like i was like damn this is fucking like pretty yeah because he also sees like he sees his teacher friend too oh like holding the dead dog he's He's like, like thank you so much for the dog and like just all this there's so much imagery that they just fucking throw in there, and then it's intercut with the fucking exorcism, which oh the the woman is fine by the she's way she's fine she she like kind of snaps out of it and she embraces her mom and it's all fine right but like you intercut with that and then it's also intercut with his friends beating the shit out of people it's it's great it, this is just an awesome movie it's just it's a it's it's just a good movie it's great like. After all the fucking, like, home movie bullshit we've gone all the through home in brew. fucking 79, like, these two movies we've watched have been, like, breaths of fresh air. I know. They're actually produced. The cameramen actually know what the fuck they're doing. Like, the cinematography's good. The locations are nice. The fucking costumes are awesome. Like, everything works. You, yeah. It's like, like people who know how to make a movie. And I love this movie because it, it's very stylish. Like, oh, yeah. It, it is very stylish. They didn't have to go that ham on, like, the style, but, like, it just is drenched with disco, like, discotheque, like, era It's so, like, style. yeah. It's drenched in it. And it's, like, so many scenes of, like, people dancing at discotheques, like, really, like, choreographed dancing too which is weird there's a scene where people are they're on like roller skates they're rolling they're roller skating and like flipping people around and doing splits and shit and that's yeah like like, choreographed (laughs) scene like they didn't have to do that they didn't need to it's it's actually pretty cool like i I don't know like everything just works for me in this movie it's like it it's very stylish stylistic there's messages (laughs) it has funny action scenes it just it, as a whole, this movie just really works. You know what it is? Hmm. It's fun. It is fun. It's very entertaining. I barely knew it was an hour and a half. No, it's great. Like, it, it did not feel that. It just breezes by. Yeah, because trust me, by the time you get to the ending, you're like, oh, is that it? We all, we're already there? And I didn't expect to be like have like a horror element, too. It's we- it is weird, but yeah. it was welcome. Like, I, I, didn't, was just like, uh, I thought it was just going to be him uh, beating up drug dealers. But you but... know what? The horror scenes also made sense to the narrative. Like, there was a reason all this was happening, and like it made sense in the storylines and why they were hallucinating the things they were hallucinating. It all made sense. It all, like, fit together. Well, that and, uh, I mean, the horror stuff is honestly... It's probably the main reason why I I like this more than Dolomite. Yeah, like well pretty well done horror stuff in like an action movie about a guy taking down drug lords. Uh, yeah. Like I I drug lord. I shouldn't say drug lord. A lords. single. It's like a single drug lord. And then they have that frantic scene of them throwing away everything in the fucking <laughs> plant, which was hilarious. It's just it's an, it's a ride. It's a fucking ride. You should go watch it. It's so <laughs> 
it's such a good it's a it's a good watch it really is. it is like i guarantee you'll like it if you like if you like dolomite or if you like black exploitation at all you will like this movie i guarantee it yeah if you like any of that stuff this is this if is you worth like a look. disco air if you like the 70s at all you'll like this movie oh yeah this it's, is it's good this... and has some dark elements which i really appreciated <laughs> i did not expect to see that kind of dark shit in like a rudy ray moore film no but we did and i appreciate it it's much appreciated so shitty to pretty how would you rate this i'm gonna rate it actually pretty high i'm surprised that i'm rating it like like i i don't know like i mean we always say uh sure you pretty for entertainment so yes i'm gonna say a nine i would say a nine maybe almost a ten for me yeah because i really like this like i don't know if it's like enough to like own it i might actually because it's actually really entertaining i mean i almost wonder if someone made like a fucking rudy ray moore like <laughs> box set or something i don't know if you need to like own it if you have a prime subscription like the the well the version that we watched is great it's, it's really well done it's like i think it's, re- it's remastered because, yeah because like, it looks good it's not grainy it's like it's perfect like it's vivid it's it's great all the special effects come through really well nothing looks like too dated mm-hmm. which is awesome like i don't know it just it just works it's great this movie is just awesome. Just fucking go watch it. I don't, just fucking watch it. Like, it's it's great. It <laughs> might, I mean, depending on how many movies we have left in 79, and if they're giant shit piles, this might be best of the best. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. It's but, possible. But it's thank God possible. we've had these two fucking movies, because they're actually, like, entertaining. I can't promise you that our, like... All the remaining movies will be good. I know the last one we're watching in 79 is going to be I mean, lit. I don't know if it's going to be lit, but the last one, it does seem like the kind of movie that I will like. You know, I don't know about mass audiences because probably not. there's a reason it's on the podcast. But for me personally, I'll probably like it. Yeah, I think so. The stuff before it, though. I, I got no guarantees We for have, you. like, a handful of movies left in 79, and uh, then we'll move on to the our favorite our favorite <laughs> decade for movies. And then we move on to uh, the, the best. The best decade, 80s. And then we're just so hyped. I am so excited. <laughs> Even though it's technically, 80s. like, 1980 might not be, like, full. It's not going to be full-blown yet, but at least we're starting. But right? it's going to be glimmers of... Uh, the shit that I fucking love. Yes. Because I do like the 70s. I appreciate the 70s. I think it's a good... Like, there's a lot of good fucking movies that came from the 70s. But, like, 80s just, like... It's oh, my aesthetic. It's it's great. So, yeah. Go watch Disco Godfather. Go watch this. And just... And if you haven't seen it, go watch Dolomite, too. What the fuck are you doing? I'm pretty sure Dolomite is also on Prime. So, yeah. honestly, you can just have yourself a fucking... A gay old time. Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I, this makes me want to check out his other movies. They're probably not as good, but, like, I still want to check them out. Rudy Ray Moore is, is a fucking legend. He really is. Is a fucking legend. Just the confidence and the fucking, like, I just love how he's, like, not a legitimate, like, big time actor. He's and not he was any. Like, he was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna be in movies, and he he's did it. He's not an actor, or a fucking action star, 
or any of these things. He's, and it's great. Like when you picture action stars, you would never picture Rudy Ray Moore, this like kind of blubbery, like goofball. Goofball. But he, I don't know, like he, when he's on screen, you're just like, you kind of buy it. Like you're just like, all right, cool. You know what? He forces you to buy it. It's great. Like it's I don't great. Know, like it's just, it's great because he's, he's fucking breaking that mold of like what a typical action hero should be. And I, you know what? God damn it. I appreciate it. Okay. Listen, Rudy Ray Moore had a dream, and he fucking he did it. Went for it. It's admirable. It really is. It's great. I fucking love Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will take that to my grave. No, it's this. This is like this shit is a great find. Because if it wasn't for the podcast, I would have had zero fucking clue of who the hell this guy was. No, and fucking and goddamn hell, it, I love Rudy. Ray and Moore. now we got a fucking Eddie Murphy movie about it that's fantastic. Yes, called My Name Is Dolomite, and it's like I fucking knew about Rudy Ray Moore before the goddamn movie came out. And yes, it, and it, it made it more because if you've seen Dolomite, it makes the move the uh, Dolomite is my name. Uh, it makes it more impactful. Yeah, because I like we've seen it, and it's it's hilarious. It is. It's great. It's go fucking watch, hilarious. Go watch that. Like, just have a triple feature. Go watch Dolomite, Disco Godfather, and, Dol- and Dolomite is my name. Yeah, like you're gonna have a great time. You are. You're gonna have a great time. I think that's all I have to say. I think that's just it. fucking go watch Disco Godfather. It's fucking amazing. Just fucking. It's great. Watch it. It's lit. Um. For they mostly come out at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. We will talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ah.